Welcome back, boys, to the final week of the regular season of the Kentucky Gentleman Podcast. Oh, man. Uh, this is going to be an interesting week, boys. Uh, we're down to the wire, and, uh, man, it is shaking out to be, I think, one of the closest years as far as teams on the cusp of getting in. Teams could, you know, end up out. On this last week, I mean, there's just so many scenarios that could happen this week, and it's it's actually kind of exciting and a little bit nerve-wracking at the same time. Uh, so as somebody who is in that position to potentially end up falling out, depending on the results, uh, it, is a, it is a scary thought at the moment, um, but I also have a chance to take the first round by. Um, and, uh, honestly, that would be amazing, uh, to be able to get a first round by, I think right now I've got to outscore Huseman by 24 points to jump into that, um, first round by as long, that's if we both win, um, obviously if, uh, Jordan or Huseman, either of those guys lose and I win, um, it puts me in a better position. If both lose, then that would put me in a really good position to end up taking the bye. Um, but he's been really made it a, <laughs> made it an interesting last week of the regular season um, with uh, his win over Jordan. Jordan is now sitting in a position he never thought he'd probably see about five weeks ago. And that's a position of getting eliminated I mean he could actually not make the playoffs after starting six and one he could not actually make the playoffs is insane to me um we really thought I thought Jordan would end up you know running away potentially with that sec that second seed in the division but things have really tightened up and so I think it's a toss-up right now between Jordan, me, and Huseman on this last week. Granted, I think Jordan is probably sitting the most comfortable right now with a um, a game against Joe. Joe came out and uh, it felt like he gave everything he had against my team. Um, Joe, uh, <laughs> I alluded the I alluded to this in my conversation with our featured guest, but. I'm not exactly sorry that I won. I just want to clarify that. I'm just sorry that it happened on a week when you had your best performance all season, man. I really wish that that could have been a game against 90% of the competition and you would have won that game. Um, but it's just tax on to how the season's been for you, Joe. And uh, I know you're eager to go ahead and get started <laughs> on next year. Um, but at least the Eagles got a win with Gardner Minshew. That had to be something that was nice to see this weekend. Uh, as far as the other side of the bracket, I mean, it's really interesting the fact that it's such a tight points for race. Uh, Reed doesn't have the easiest matchup to get a win on, um, and neither does Huseman. Uh, Huseman right now has a points for advantage. That is pretty solid. But he goes up against Reed, and Reed uh, has a difficult test of potentially losing that first-round bye and ending up in a first-round playoff game. If he were to lose to Huseman 
and Carter wins and gets, yeah, 3.5 points, according to Carter, something around there to uh, pass him. So it's shaken up to be quite the end of the season. Uh, I know I will be <laughs> eyes glued to the TV looking to see what happens this weekend, including on Monday, because uh, we're going to have some barn burners, hopefully. Uh, we got some really good matchups. Just wondering how this is all going to play out. Um, but, guys, I'm excited. Uh, I've already said that, but I'm just excited for how this season has gone and um, how competitive it's tied up pretty much between everybody. And this is the kind of stuff I hope for in the fantasy football year. You know, it's a lot of craziness going on. Um you know, you never know each week who's going to win. No team is guaranteed to get a win. Feels like any week anybody could get a win. Uh, and that just goes to show with how many teams are 6-7 and seven and 7-6 seven and six right now. Uh, there's really only two people with, with records, um, you know, at nine wins or more. And just goes to show how everybody's so, so close in ability this year. Um, hopefully that's a a sign that everybody's getting better at fantasy football and, and their strategy and how they play. But some of it could always be, you know, a little bit of luck every now and again. Um, I won't bore you guys with any more talk about the playoffs and, you know, seeding and stuff like that. Um, I'd like to give you guys some time to listen to our, feature, our featured guests this week. Um, we're closing out our last regular season uh, week with – our last guest to not appear on the show, Wayne, and he will, he will be joined by Jordan as well. We got the, the Johnstons in the, in the building tonight, and I uh, appreciate them coming on, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. Appreciate you joining tonight. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be gone in five minutes. <laughs> Depends on who you want me to abuse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I uh, appreciate you guys joining tonight. And uh, I wanted to get some things kicked off and just go ahead and ask Wayne. Uh, you know, I wanted to know why you decided to join this fantasy football league. Well, Jordan asked me for one. <laughs> it was, uh, I haven't been in one for a while, so I thought I'd try it again, which it's been enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. Except for all the texts from uh, people that just <laughs> text absurd things. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. want to text absurd things. <laughs> Wayne, I don't know much about you other than that you play play golf on the regular. Uh, what do you What do you do for for a job and stuff like that? I know you stay busy. I work at U.S. Bank, run IRS lockbox. Okay, so so uh, what what does that do exactly? I, I'm not very well uh, informed on that stuff. So we process all the IRS payments. Oh, okay. So if you have the IRS money, you would send your check to me and I would process it. Okay. That makes sense. Cool. 
Are you an avid golfer or is that not, just something you picked up? Not me personally. I'm actually a vice president. House. Oh, okay. So you tell somebody to, to work through the payments is basically what you're saying. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's the kind of job you want to have. <laughs> Uh, so you've only been in the league for a couple years now, or this is year two. Do you feel like there's a, a curse in the Johnston household when it comes to fantasy football? I mean, you've, you've had a, a struggle <laughs> these last two years. I think there is. I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> I think what it is, is I'm going to take up Carter's philosophy in the future and start trading every week. Yeah. <laughs> Five or six players. Yeah, that's the that's a uh, a new thing because I've never seen Carter this involved in any of the seasons we've done this with trading. Well, usually he's, he tries to. It's just the difference this year is everybody was willing to do the trades that he asked for. He usually tries to shake up his team a lot, and people just don't pull the trigger on it. But I mean, this year's just been different. Yeah, <laughs> from for for our obvious you know, seeing every week a new trade or somebody getting traded, uh, did it, it had to hurt a little bit seeing Gronk go for 20 something last week, the week you trade him. Yeah. It didn't feel good. And then miles Gaskin got me like five points. So <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's probably the craziest thing about this year is you watch a football team play one week and score 40 points. And then the next week they score seven. Yeah. I just, are you talking about just football in general? Well, yeah, the football, and then, you know, you got a player on a team, and he does really good one week, and the next week he doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's just been – and then, like, all of our records show it pretty much. I mean, the fact that, like, I don't know, it's been so up and down for everybody. Like, I can't believe Reed's won eight straight games. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's stupid. But, you know, the funny thing, too, it's just like last – this past week I dropped Gorbett for uh, Philadelphia – and then oh, Goddard, Goddard yeah. for Philadelphia, and he freaking yeah. two touchdowns. And when he, he hasn't had, had done no. anything for like week, four straight weeks. Yeah. Week before, I had 1.5 points, and then I pick up Ertz, and yeah. he has 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's been a super up and down year just all across the board. I mean, outside of like the outliers of – of Joe and now weed. It's Joe. been basically up and down for everybody, I feel like. Yeah, Joe went one way and Reed went the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh had Joe on here last week and uh he was he stand he stood firm in his his trades, but obviously they've uh they've not looked good long term. Well, look at this week. He scored a lot of points, but then he gets 156 <laughs> scored against him. <laughs> I know. I I felt bad in the sense that, like, that was probably Joe's best week in probably 10 weeks. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, and then oh. I, I score probably the, yeah, was the highest points of the week on him. I was like, oh, my goodness. You didn't feel bad, you liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I felt bad in the sense that, like, I didn't feel bad that I won. I felt bad that Joe dropped his highest points probably all year and still lost. Yeah. You know what's funny, though, is um, when you guys were talking about it, like you kind of called that he would give you a better game than he was expecting. And, I mean, you're right. 
I, just, I mean, his Philly players showed up, and I figured against that Jets defense, uh, <laughs> they would show up. And unfortunately, uh, yeah, Miles Sanders had his best game all year. Yeah, and then Goddard had his best game all year, which was much to Wayne's dismay, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Jordan, you've got to be, you know, a little nervous coming into this week. Uh, you were potentially, you know, the number one overall seed a, w- a while back, and now you're coming into this week 14, potentially going to miss the playoffs. Is that – are you nervous? I mean, I'm not nervous. I mean, I think that just I've been getting unlucky. Like the two, like I don't know. I mean, I'm two and six, I think, in the last freaking eight games, and um, and like I've had good weeks. Like I had a good week against Carter, and I had a good week against Reed. You know, they've just been going off. So it's I've I've gotten my luck turned a little bit, and it also I mean McCaffrey's just going to kill me. It take. I mean, I was tell, talking about it in the group message. It really took my team <laughs> from like a great team to just all right. Yeah, losing McCaffrey. I mean, obviously you're you're fortunate to have Chubba Hubbard on your bench still. Well, but, uh, I know, but they, he's not they don't have great. Yeah, and they don't have great um, uh, matchups going forward. So we'll see. Hopefully, I mean, Devontae Freeman. Looked pretty good this last week, so maybe maybe he'll do something for me. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think it's a uh, everybody's feeling who's on the line is just thinking, let's get into the playoffs and then we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just hoping I put up like 140 points this next week on Joe, and hopefully he used up all his mojo on you, especially <laughs> since uh, the Eagles are on by. So, um, hopefully I get my buy, my, you know, I get the buy back, but we'll see. I got to get lucky. Huseman freaking, that's, I mean, losing to him really was just, just <laughs> killed me. Yeah. Losing to Huseman really shook it up because there's yeah. now three people who could claim that, that buy, that buy seed this week. It's a weird End of the week, end of the year. Yeah. Unfortunate for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It's just crazy, too. You still look at it. I mean, if I win this week and a couple people lose, and it's like, yeah, it's wide open. It still is. Yeah, Wayne, you could play spoiler at this point, I feel like. Who? Yeah. How are you feeling about being out of the playoffs now for a second year in the in a row? Well, it hurts more this year than it did last year because last year, the first two weeks, I lost, I think, three out of yeah. my four best players, the injuries. Yeah. And, I mean, Barkley was out the first game. Yeah, he got hurt. First quarter, first yeah. quarter of the first game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. And mine all depends too, is if my players come back this week, because that's what hurt me this week. I mean, Debo, he was out this week. Um, Cook was out this week, and they're all questionable again. Who do you think you're going to keep? What, at the end of the year? Yeah. I don't know. Right now, I'm going to be thinking about keeping Debo. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. 
Well, it's not a bad it's pick. A lot better. Yeah. It's a lot better than one I kept this year. Yeah. Maple. And yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, do you regret taking Wilson at this point as your keeper? No, I don't. Just because of how he worked out for me in the beginning of the year. You know, I mean, he got me wins in the beginning of the year, and that I'm not. I don't worry about it. Plus, it was. I. I mean, I paid the least for my keeper, so I don't. Yeah. Wayne, what about you? Would you go back and not take Claypool? Yeah, I would have took somebody else. I can't remember who was on oh. my team, but I would have took somebody you else. You had good wide receiver. You had somebody that was. I had somebody that was good. I should have kept. Yeah. Actually, you know, I should have kept was. Uh... No, I didn't. I had Kelsey. I should have kept Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, it's like last week. You know, I. I picked up Sam Newton to play because Rogers was hurt and I didn't think he would play. And then Roger goes off and Newton gets freaking benched. Had <laughs> negative points and negative. Yeah. He got five. points. Yeah. Yeah. You bailed me out. You, you, you kept, you broke my losing streak. I, uh, I appreciated that even yeah. though I had a week. <laughs> right, if I would have played Rogers, I would have beat you. Oh, I know. I, I, I looked at your bench and was very thankful he was on your bench and not an active roster. I mean, I've had games like that too. When I played the other cam, I, if I would have just played Melvin Gordon like I had the three weeks before that, well, I would have beat him. Well, think about it. I go into the week with him and I'm down. Uh, he's down four points and he's got Lockett and I got Metcalf. Yeah. What are the chances that I don't win? Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe the that. The way either. the Seahawks have been using Metcalf the last couple of weeks, it's freaking, I don't know. Just, I don't get the Seahawks. I think Pete Carroll's going to get fired at the end of the year, mutually part ways. What are they now? Three and eight or four and eight? They're terrible. Terrible. <laughs> you know, poor Metcalf. I mean, he just needs, if I was him, I'd be asking to get traded somewhere. Jeez, the guy is freaking giant. No, I know. Can, and they don't throw to him. Don't throw to him. Do you think it's double coverage that's keeping him from getting thrown, or do you just think Wilson's just not going? Well, and it didn't help when Wilson was out either. Yeah, they, no, they weren't throwing it yeah. to him. All you got to do is throw it up high. Honestly, yeah, exactly. I think it's just the play calling, <laughs> honestly, because they just they they're a run first team, and then they they just like throwing it to Lockett more yeah. on like short range right. passes. So then they only so then DK is so volatile because he only catches. Deep passes. Right. I mean, you think about the Bengals and Higgins. Yeah. All you got to do is throw it up, and he's going to go get it. Claypool's the same well, way. Well, he wasn't doing that in the beginning of the year. Yeah, he he was. wasn't ca- yeah. catching the balls that he usually does, that he is now. Yeah, this uh, this Higgins has been going off these last couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, much to the dismay of, I guess, Jamar Chase. <laughs> well, it's somewhat of Jamar Chase's fault, too, because he's been dropping passes that he should catch. That whole game changes if he doesn't bobble at it. Exactly. Intercepted. Exactly. Totally well, bad. you could say the same. I mean, Burrow had that end zone interception and the fumble. I mean, there was a lot of things yeah. in that game. Yeah, I didn't get to watch the game completely. All I all I remember seeing was the fumble return for a touchdown. And I was like, yep. wow. <laughs> Soul crushing. You, sh- I mean, I was at the game and it was just everybody in the stadium. Just it was like you could hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially to be down twenty four and then march it all the way back to like striking and taking the lead, and that happens is uh, definitely, I'm sure, defeating. It was awful. 
Was that your first Bengals game this entire year? Yeah, it was. That's yeah. I mean, big game. Like I was hoping they'd play. I, I don't know. They've been like that all year. They win a good game, and then you think they convince you that they're good, and then they, then they lose a big game, and it's like, I don't know. Trust me, man. I mean, I'm a Titans fan, so it's been an up and down year. I mean, two of our losses are to the Jets and the Texans. So, all right, you can't complain that much. You're eight and four. Yeah, that was uh, that was pre Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, and Julio Jones hitting the bench. We're zero and two since all yeah. three have been basically out. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but uh, Wayne, I know you're kind of new to this, but usually every week I go through kind of the matchups and discuss a little bit about how we're feeling about each matchup. Um, I don't know if Jordan has the fantasy app or anything open, but uh, he's got it on his phone. I'd I'd be open to discussing uh, your matchup against Cam Wayne if you want to start with yours first. Here, hold on. One second. All right. I'm already I'm already looking down the, the, the bench and you got five guys questionable on your bench. That is insane. <clears throat> Didn't I think that is this that should be this that is a preview. Yeah. Yeah, well you know, I'll definitely be putting Rogers back in, that's for sure. Chicago. But you know, the thing oh, is you look they're at, playing? Uh, yeah, they're playing Chicago. Yeah. Andy Dalton had four interceptions. oh my goodness you know i'd tell you one thing about this league is i think they need to look at the defenses and you should get more points for things like that because what i mean the fact yeah i mean the fact that i had the cardinals they had four interceptions and scored nine points yeah 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 come on yeah you should get more points for interceptions and turnover or they used to do it for sacks too you get at least well, you, you get one. You get one point for sacks. Yeah, Arizona finished with an eleven, which is, you know, I always am like, if I can get eight to ten points for my defense, that's a good week. But yeah, I don't disagree. Four interceptions and three sacks, because it's weird because you start getting into those negatives or no points from like the team defense. Like if you get a whole bunch of yards put on you, so. The Cardinals, in a sense, got blasted for yards, but still ended up getting 11 from all the turnovers and sacks. But I'm just hoping that Godwin doesn't have a week like he did last week. I mean, Brady, what he's, I think he had 10 catches in the first half. Oh, I know. Well, he's finished with 15. Yeah. Yeah, he had a – They spread the ball out enough. I don't think it will – I mean, I don't think – I don't see that happening well, again. That helps me that Arizona, uh, Stanford's playing Arizona, so that's going to help me, I think. But I just got to figure out the running back and see how it's going to pan out. I'm hoping that Cook can play. Well, either that or I might have to pick up somebody else because Brita didn't do anything. No. 
What was what was your thinking behind the Damian Harris on the bench versus Brita? I'm just curious. Well, I was just looking at the week before, but then that was my fault. I didn't do my research as well as I should have. I didn't. I didn't know the weather was going to be yeah, like that. I didn't know the weather was going to be like that for one. And Brita had a good week the week before, yeah. and they were talking about you know they were going to involve him more in the passing game, just because he's much faster. Yeah. And he had a good yeah. game, so I said, oh, I'll pick him up. Well, then my other thing was I did not know that Philadelphia, that Hurts wasn't playing. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, if I would have known Gardner was playing, and I would have kept my tight end because I know he likes to throw it to his tight end. <laughs> yeah. Crap. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I had no idea the yeah. weather in that game was going to yeah. be like that. So I don't like my matchup because of all my questionable players. I can tell you that. Because even with and Thielen's probably not even going to play. I mean, no, I don't. I think he was hurt pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, so that's going to hurt me. I, I'm just hoping that Samuel can play again. Of course, they're playing Cincinnati, so he'll probably have a big game. <laughs> yeah, you've had a plethora of good receivers this year. Uh, just I remember you having at least. I mean, you traded away Mike Williams, but I mean, you had about four guys who were in the top 15, 20 there for a while. Yeah. And then people started getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That That's see, true. Yeah. I mean, he's – well, and see, that's the thing is with him, it depends on, um, you know, if Cook plays. If Cook plays and he picked up Madison, I was trying to pick – that's who I was trying to pick up. Oh, yeah. And I didn't put enough money. Yeah, I was – I was going to ask you about that, why you didn't outbid Cam on that. I don't know. Well, Cam put $40 down. Yeah, Cam put 40 on him. Well, I thought you had more than 40 so I figured you'd outbid him because Cook was your most valuable. Yeah. Should have put all $50 on him. Went, yeah, I should have put the house on him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to – I don't know. It's just – this is the goofiest – year though in football i think still just yeah it is how teams can do so good one week and then the next week it's like what what the heck happened to them well yeah i mean look at buffalo third yeah seven and five now i don't know yeah well you look at dallas you know yeah. week four they put up a ton of points and it's like what? one year they look i mean one week they look like they're gonna win the super bowl and then the next week they look like a bottom five team yeah Bengals were the same way. Yeah, exactly. Same, same thing. I mean, look at your Titans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Injuries have had a lot to do with it. Yeah. But the Titans were playing so good, and then that – I mean, it's – you just don't know. No, yeah. I agree. It's been a really up-and-down year across the fantasy football league, but also just football in general, just never knowing each week. I mean, Detroit walking off against Minnesota, I – would not have expected that to happen. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, after they what they did to Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you never thought it. No. And especially when um, the Lions turned it over with like, I mean, I think there was like three minutes left, and they yeah. threw an interception. Yeah. Well, look at the Jets and the, even the Eagles. Yeah, I, mean, I know. How? I mean, I would have thought for sure the way the Jets. Have been playing that they would have beat the Eagles and then the Eagles just stomped them. Yeah, the Eagles have been beating teams they don't really have any business beating. 
Yeah, the Eagles. And I think been. probably one of my biggest shockers is Denver. I didn't think they would be as good as that. Hey, especially after they traded away Von yeah. Miller. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they've had some good. interesting turnaround games for sure. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, the players, if you have players on your team that are in the AFC, they all are going to start having tough games. Yeah. So that's yeah, going to be that's going to be interesting. Yeah. The AFC is a lot tougher this year than the NFC just all around it seems like. I mean, you got you got 5 and 7 or or teams that are like considered in the playoff hunt right now in the NFC and then the AFC is everybody's got a winning record and teams that are 500 or or even a winning record aren't even in the playoff contention. Yeah, I know. These next couple weeks are going to be big. I mean, the Browns aren't out of it. Well, and all, yeah, and all the AFC is playing each other. Yeah, exactly. All the top teams are playing yeah. each other. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure the Chiefs plays like all the top teams in the AFC. I mean, we play the Chiefs, and then we have to play the Ravens again and the Browns again. Yeah, we play the 49ers this week. Yeah. We got to play the Chiefs, the Ravens, Browns are our last game of the season. Yeah. So, I mean, it it is. It's going to be all over the place. It's going to be a crazy couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, the, the good news is, is the division's wide open for Cincinnati to take it still. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, Baltimore hasn't shown me anything or enough to really convince me that they can win the division. So, I don't think they're that good either. They've had some lucky wins. Yeah, they have. Yeah. They've had quite a bit of overtime comebacks that have – that have really snuck them some wins and games that they should have lost. So I think the record's a little deceiving to how good that team actually is. You think the Colts will overtake the Titans? That is a good question. Um, I've looked at some of the Colts future games and they've got a pretty tough schedule coming up and they tend to, uh, Carson Wentz isn't really the guy who'll go win you the game. He'll kind of lose you the game in the games that matter. So, uh, I don't expect them to pass us, but I do expect them to probably make the playoffs. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it's kind of getting to the point where it doesn't matter what Carson Wentz does because Jonathan Taylor's been so good. I yeah. mean, for God's sakes, that game against Buffalo, like, it didn't matter who they were playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just was referring to more of, like, he threw the game against the Titans for sure, and then he threw the game against Tampa Bay when they were up multiple touchdowns. He basically handed it oh, to them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they really should have won that game against Tampa Bay. Struggles with big games. Yeah. Because yeah. they were up like 24 to not a lot. I mean, they were up. Yeah, it was like 10 or something like that. They were up a good amount. If you think about I mean, think about this. As many good quarterbacks as there's been in college football over the past five years. Yeah. And the fact that these teams don't have a good backup quarterback. Oh, I know. Simply amazes me. Yeah. Like, you know, like Murray goes out, just kills them. Yeah. Wilson goes out, kills him. And then they, Rodgers is out, and they think I, uh, <laughs> that guy hasn't showed me anything. Oh, Jordan Love's horrible. Yeah. I didn't even know Geno Smith was still <laughs> I didn't know he was still I didn't know he was in the league. Yeah, that's what I know. Russell was when he was out. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's just, uh, I mean, don't you think that's crazy that they can't find a good backup quarterback somewhere? Yeah, I just think it's crazier that a lot of these backup quarterbacks are all these journeymen, like guys who've been playing for so long in the league and have not 
proven themselves yeah. at all. Like Colt McCoy was Arizona's backup. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's been around for forever. I mean, Chase Daniels is L.A. Chargers backup. I mean, some of these guys, it's like, how long do we let these guys stay in the league? Dude, especially Chase Daniels. He's come in, and he's always been, like, one of those really high-paid backups. Yeah. He's not good. Yeah. Anytime he's come in, he doesn't well, like, win anybody games. It's like Fitzpatrick. Look at him. <laughs> well, no. Fitzpatrick will win you a game. He win you a game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, like, New York's backup plan this week was Mike Glennon. And how many times have we seen Mike Glennon go into a game and look like he's never played football in his life? Oh, yeah. A lot of times, remember when he started for Tampa Bay? Yeah, it's like, why does this guy still have a job? <laughs> what? Well, that's like, you look at Miami, and it's Bassett, isn't it? Bassett, he was from the Colts. Brissett, yeah, Jacoby. I mean, sometimes when he took over for the Colts, he looked really good, and man, yeah. he looked like crap in Miami. I know. When he played, when he had that year after uh, Andrew Luck got yeah. hurt, yeah, I don't know. He's been he's all over the place. And then when he played for the Patriots, he looked pretty good too. Yeah. Well, that's like look at the Cowboys. They don't have anybody. No. Yeah. They don't have uh, Danucci. Yeah. I think this is going to be Zeke's last year in Dallas. How many years did he have? I think you really think that? Pollard. I think Pollard. They're going to keep Pollard and trade Zeke. Trade him. I think so. Yeah. Question is who would take him? He's got a pretty steep contract. I think they're going to try. Well, you know, they just it just came out today that they're over the uh, cap limit. the cap limit by oh, twelve yeah. million. Yeah, it's like nothing with Jerry Jones. Yeah, he'll figure it out. <laughs> That's <laughs> that means like I mean, Amari Cooper, Zeke's probably yeah, one of them. Yeah. There's been well, that's like Lamb for Dallas. I mean, where did he come? Where did he come from? Just he's not that big, man, but he's, he's so fast. It's unbelievable how fast he is. Good player, be interesting. Yeah, he was a, he was a beast at Oklahoma when he was there. He was he was for sure. A, you knew he was going to be a top round pick. So, who was your college team? Uh Unfortunately, Georgia Tech, which is where my dad went, and uh, yeah, we're and uh, they can't win football games right now, so it's a little rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah they struggled. And then we just lost our best running back. Honestly, I think our best player to the transfer portal, probably because oh, he did leave. I didn't see that. What'd you say? Georgia Tech, their running back. He was good. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Because I watch them when they play Notre Dame, and then I saw another game earlier in the year, one of the games they won, where he actually played really well. Yeah, he was a, he was a guy that I saw when we got him. I was super excited because we, we ran the triple option for so long that we couldn't get any recruits to save our lives. So the fact that we were getting four-star guys was yeah was exciting. <laughs> Well, and that's tough, too, because I remember when they played Notre Dame this year, that's really tough when you switch offenses, and then you got to try to find – you got to go get the players. Yeah. A couple years to get the players you need. Trip offense. Yeah. 
your linemen are not as big. No. Because they got to be mobile. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're on uh, year four coming up of Jeff Collins and uh, rebuilding, and uh, he's not won more than three games these first three years. So I think this is going to be a telltale sign if we're going to keep him or not. I agree. All right, now you can talk to Jordan about his. <laughs> Who I'm playing, Well, I mean, do you think you're going to win this week, Wayne, at least, or do you think Cam's going to blow you out of the water? I don't think he'll blow me out of the water. I think it's just a matter of I got if this If my players are not questionable, my good players, if they can play, I think I can, I'll win. Okay. I feel comfortable about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jordan, we'll, we can move you to, toward your matchup. Uh, you got the essentially what we've all deemed the bye week, even though last week <laughs> show up and give me a run for my money. Uh, yeah, Joe dropped Jalen Hurts, which was the most surprising thing I think I've seen all year. Uh, I didn't that. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> I, wow. But uh, he's got all of the Eagles' offense on by. And <laughs> See everybody he left. does. I Seriously, he's got Miles Sanders on by, Devontae Parker. He plays for Miami. And then Goddard and uh, the Colts' defense on by. Yeah, and his uh, replacement yeah. running back may be Daryl Williams or Rex Burkhead this week. Um, <laughs> he still has Chris Carson on his team, so he'll have to drop him this week. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Yeah. He'll definitely start Sutton and Landry. I have no doubt that'll happen. Yeah. yeah. And if that's the case, I mean, we don't even really have to talk about my players. I think we'll be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> You've got McLaurin on your bench. Is that on purpose? So, I don't know. I'm still debating what I, who I want to start. But, I mean, I like – I think I'd play him against Dallas. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, Jamar Chase, like, he just has a higher ceiling at this That's point. True. But he can score a lot more points. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I – I like Hubbard's matchup against Atlanta, and I like Devontae Freeman's against Cleveland, and I like Melvin Gordon against Detroit. The only thing that scares me about that is yeah. just how good um, Williams was for them last week, so I don't know if that's going to cut into his carries at all. Yeah. So I might change my mind if who I want to play in my flex, but... Yeah. No, I mean, I think you're... I think you're in a three-way decision between Freeman, Gordon, and, and McLaurin. One of those guys is going to have to sit. Obviously, Gordon may yeah. make that decision easy for you if he's uh, not – yeah, if he doesn't play. Yeah, but doesn't uh, play. is McLaurin – I can't really see it at the moment. Is, do you know if McLaurin, if they're in a 1 o'clock game or a 4 o'clock game? Okay. So you at least know Melvin Gordon's status by 1 o'clock, I think. Right. Yeah, uh, no, that's at four. Oh, that's yeah. a four o'clock game. Well, yeah, it just depends if he's a game time decision. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, that's a that'll make for interesting. But hopefully, you won't even. I guess at this point, <laughs> I guess at this point, you really just need points and the win. But points, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a chance you could still jump back up into that's that first bye week seed if you have enough points. Yeah. 
see how many. Let's see where I'm at in points. Oh, Jesus, you passed me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's why he wanted you on the yeah. call. Jeez, Austin passed me too. I yeah. See, this is what I mean. Like the last the last couple of weeks have just been brutal. I mean, I had a I had a comfortable lead and yeah. points for, and it's just and now Huseman. I'm forty points away from Huseman. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm twenty four back from Huseman, and uh, Huseman doesn't exactly have a, a easy matchup this week. So he could definitely lose or or. You know, you never know what's going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, it's just been tough. The last, like, in the first couple weeks of the season, I made good plays on my running backs, and like, I had McCaffrey, and then my second running back, I just always started the right one, and then my wide receivers were, you know, two of the three of them would get twenty plus points, and you know, things were great in the last couple, last like five weeks. I mean. Terry McLaurin's been really disappointing. He hasn't had his good game. You know, it was like I could afford one of them getting under 10 because the other one would get 15 plus. And then that's just kind of how it was all year. And (laughs) then I picked up Pittman and I slotted him in on the buys for each of those three guys. And he would get 15 plus. And and I don't know. I mean, now it's just kind of... No, I mean, nobody's been playing consistent. Jamar Chase and McLaurin's been really bad the last couple of weeks, and I just haven't. I mean, Justin Jefferson's been doing his best to carry me, and it hasn't happened. I haven't been getting the wins. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, <coughs> Justin Jefferson has been, has been a, a boss this year. I mean, he was great last year, but, I mean, just to rebound with the kind of season he's had still for, you know, another his only his second year in the league i mean he's he's going to be a top i think top 10 to 15 pick next year if he's not kept by you oh yeah i mean he should be yeah but i'll be interested to see what next year's like top running backs look like because cook and mccaffrey can't stay healthy to say and barkley can't stay healthy to save their life and they're all three the top usual picks yeah so i don't know where they're gonna go yeah. I mean, I was talking to Huseman about McCaffrey the other day, and we kind of agreed, like, because he has him in our other league that we're in. Yeah. And he's just not even worth it anymore. Like, I wouldn't even <laughs> spend a fourth-round pick on him. Oh, come on. You would take him if you had a fourth-round pick. Don't, don't lie. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I mean, yeah, he might get you, like, three or four win, like three or four wins a year because of how many scores points he scores when he plays. But I mean, what's five games worth to you? And that's all he's good for. Just a game to see how much he'll actually play. And plus, like he's a running back. You got to think every time he he touches the ball, like he's going to get tackled by multiple people. So it's just like, he has way more chance of getting injured. Like it's just, I, especially with how many touches he gets. I mean, that's 30 touches. He's getting tackled at least 30 times a game. And, you know, that's just so many times. That's just so much opportunity to get hurt. So it's, that's And he's fragile yeah. as they come. Yeah. No, I get where you're coming from with that. It's a tough, it's a tough thing. You got to bet on the upside. And the same with Cook, which Wayne has experienced most of this year. I mean, the dude is... Super fragile. 
and is like hurt every week almost, it seems like. Yeah, but he's been worse this year than he has been before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's had injury problems, I think, throughout most of his career in football. I mean, even at Florida State, he had issues with staying on the field. I mean, he's just a guy that, like, you pick and then you have to pick Alexander Madison and just have <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's definitely – it's felt like that for a good portion of the season. And uh, obviously missing him at the probably the worst part of the year to miss him at when you're getting right down to where the playoffs matter and getting in probably definitely hurts. But uh, I don't think the Panthers would have been good all, all, <clears throat> all year. If uh, McCaffrey stayed healthy, but I mean, it still really killed their season when it happened. Yeah, I don't think McCaffrey is the saving grace of that team. I think they got a fortunate start to the schedule and people like the Broncos started going crazy about them. Um, You know, McCaffrey's great, but you still got to have a quarterback who's capable of actually going out and winning games. And I knew from the start personally that Sam Darnold's not that guy. I don't know how you guys feel about Darnold, but. I've just never been sold on him. I mean, I thought he looked a lot better at the beginning of the year. And I thought, oh, like maybe he'll grow on this. But then. No, he's not the answer. No, yeah. He kind of proved that. He kind of played his way out of the league. Yeah, I think a clipboard's coming his way soon. Uh, Yeah, I think so. All in place for the rest of his career, but. I don't know who the Panthers go to uh, in the draft, honestly. I mean, I think there's a couple guys who could solve the problem, maybe, but I don't think there's a, a super amazing quarterback coming out this year, in my opinion. Yeah, but then there will be, like, some <clears throat> combine freak, like uh, Joss Allen or Carson Wentz, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I just meant in general as in like last year you knew Trevor Lawrence is going number one. That is the guy. There's no guys I feel like this year where I've heard this is that dude. Like we've got to take him. He is generational talent. Yeah, yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing. And uh, they definitely, I think, need to invest in a top draft pick at running back to back up McCaffrey for his injury issues. Oh, for sure. They have to. Yeah. But uh, do you think you win big this week against Joe, or do you think Joe pulls off another uh, miracle on Joe? Based off just how many people he has out and by, I don't think there's really any way that he scores more than 90 (laughs) points, honestly. And that's not being – Yeah, and that's not being mean. I mean, that's just the facts. That's what he has on his team, so – I don't know, and I hope for my sake that I score like 120, 130. I mean, my team's my team's definitely capable of it. They just need to do it, so I'm just going to say it because I hope it happens. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, I think you're, you've got some favorable matchups coming up. I feel like you'll end up probably swapping. I'm guessing you're going to pick up a defense and not play the Bills defense this week. But, uh, yeah, I figure you'll score probably in the 115 to 120 range this week. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Just like you said, based on matchups and stuff, I have some decent ones. Yeah. Well, do you want to take a look at uh, Huseman's matchup or Carter and Austin's matchup? 
Let's do Huseman. Okay. So I know you lost to Huseman last week. Did he shoot you a text or anything to like let you know that he beat you? <laughs> he texted me this morning and he goes because he um so he got the bye in our other league and our season ended or yeah, our season ended this week. So because we do it to where like people don't aren't you know, like good teams don't sit the other like they're good players. And um Yeah. So he sent me a text this morning and was just like uh, got the buy in both leagues right now, and like with the emoji where the head, your head's getting massaged. <laughs> and I just texted him back. I was like, "You're a bastard." <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, that was that was uh, interesting. That uh, I don't know. I just didn't expect him to win this last week. So it was interesting, especially with Mahomes only putting up like a 12. But yeah, that was definitely a, a tough loss, I'm sure, to take. Yeah, it was. It for sure was. Do you guys feel that's like... Fun. It's just like, that's how things have been going for me. It's like, I mean, 102 is not bad, but I've either just been like, yeah. just coming short or teams have just been going off on me, and it's like Ben last week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ben. Oh, Ben. But this is a pretty big game. Yeah, I mean, I've, I think so. I mean, it's actually – I was looking at it. This actually could um, – the difference between Carter – well, obviously they're one game back. Carter's one game back. But in points four, it's a four-point difference right now in between Reed and Carter. So this really could come down to if Reed loses yeah. and Carter wins – Either one of those guys could get in for that bye week. And then Huseman obviously has the bye riding on this too. Yep. Yep. So, so I'm looking at these matchups, you I want to hit on. I think it depends on who plays too. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be a close game between him and Reed, I think. Yeah. I'm, lo- I'm looking at this last time. It was decided by – Less than two points the last time they played. Really? Yeah. That's fitting. This one will probably be the same. That uh, Buffalo-Tampa Bay game is going to be pretty big. Reed's got players all over the place in that game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing that. He's got Mike Evans, Fournette, and Josh Allen in that game. Yeah. But he's missing his number one kicker. So that that really could cost him. I mean, not that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But Nick Folk has been pretty consistent, yeah. which is nice usually to have a kicker who's consistent. Yeah. So, I mean. Boy, Carter's going to have his hands full. <laughs> jumping ahead. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I think I like Huseman's matchups a lot better. Uh, the thing that's going to go Reed's way, I think, is um, I don't know. I don't. I'm not in love with Dawson Knox or Pete Firemuth really either. So his tight end is probably he's probably going to lose out to Huseman on that one. But um, 
I think Josh Allen's really the bill. The Bills have to win this week, and I think they can because Tampa Bay's not really looked that great the last couple weeks. So I think Josh Allen could come out and have a good game, yeah. which would kind of benefit Fournette and Evans. You know, if it's going to be high scoring, especially since the Bills' defense really hasn't been playing that good lately. So <clears throat> I don't know. I still kind of think like depends on how cold it's going to be in Buffalo too. Is it in Buffalo? No, I actually had Tampa. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I would... Which Mahomes is playing the Raiders, so I think that'll help Hughes men. Um, I... And then the Packers are playing the Bears. and the. Yeah, I think Hughes will win this one. I just like his matchups better. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it's definitely going to come down to if that Buffalo-Tampa Bay game is a gunslinging game, and I think it could actually turn into that kind of game just because of how banged yeah. up Buffalo's now gotten. And then Tampa Bay has been a terrible with the deep ball all year. And uh, the fact that Russell Gage went for 130 yards last week against them, I think bodes well for Stefan Diggs this week. Yeah. But uh, I'm interested to hear what you guys think about Patrick Mahomes and kind of how he's been playing lately because it's kind of thrown me for a loop on just how, like, he hasn't had any passing touchdowns two weeks in a row. Well, I think, I mean, it's just kind of how they uh, they changed their offense because they needed to start running it more, and it's worked because they started winning games again. So I don't, I just, I don't think it's anything that's wrong with him. I think it's just uh, kind of how they wanted to change it, change think- their. Well, I think it was that. I think their offensive line was just, you know, they lost a couple of their offensive line, and they're taking them a while to finally get back and be more cohesive. Yeah, which it always helps your offensive line play if you kind of do run first. So I think that's just kind of what they were trying to do. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just it's just so weird how, like, the defense was so terrible – and the offense was scoring and putting up points all the time, and now it's a complete flip. The defense is, like, decent and actually good, but the offense just looks like it's struggling week to week. I Yeah, I just really think that Andy Reid kind of saw why they were losing yeah. and just kind of changed it and went back. Yeah. But I think yeah. he's had to scramble a lot more this year than he has yeah, in the past, too. And yeah, because his offense line hasn't yeah. been as good. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't like their receivers, really. And there have been – I don't know if you've watched any of their games, but Tyreek Hill has, like, had balls hit him in the hands and then go into defender's yeah. hands for interceptions yeah. a lot. Multiple times this year, including the Denver game this last week. Yeah. 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 Uh, I have Pat Mahomes in my other league, and it's – from a fantasy perspective, it's the most frustrating thing, What what's been going on the last six weeks, just because – He's normally a guy you can start and not even worry about it, but he's been so up and down and yeah. so bad fantasy perspective wise that it's just like, can I even rely on Pat Mahomes <laughs> anymore? No, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't that. have, but it's like he had a seven against Dallas and then he had a 12 last week against Denver or this weekend against Denver. I'm like, Oh my goodness. And he didn't play very well the first time they played the Raiders, did he? That was his best game in a while against the Raiders. 
He went for like five touchdowns and 400 yards. I was like, okay, Patrick Mahomes is back. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, he had 36 points. It's his best game all year. <laughs> I think it's going to take him odds on that one. Yeah, and plus the Raiders stank. Yeah, they're they're not that great. I just I just feel bad for the Raiders at this point. I mean, yeah, they probably kind of done it to themselves in a sense, but some of us just felt like it's just can everything go wrong for the Raiders? That's just what it's felt like. Everything that can has gone wrong. Yeah, they yeah they've had a tough year. But uh, do you think this is going to be? I think you said you liked Huseman, which I agree. I think. Huseman will probably win this. Do you think it'll be a blowout, or do you think it's going to be close, high scoring, low scoring? No, I mean, I think it'll, I think it'll be close, just because of what we've been talking about with Tampa Bay and Buffalo. I think that game is going to be good. So Reed has a lot riding on that, and I like um, Elijah Moore for the Jets too. So he'll probably have a good week because they're playing the Saints, and they're not great. And then Cordell Patterson's pretty solid, so. I think it'll be close, but I think Hughes will win. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm thinking probably in the the 120 to 118 or 115 kind of game, but uh, I think he's going to pull it out too. Yeah. For my sake, I hope not, but <laughs> I don't know. For both, I'm going with Reed. I think Reed's going to win. You think Reed's going to win? But I think it'll be close. Okay, I got you. Well, we can we can jump to that uh, Carter matchup now. I know you you were saying Carter had his hands full. What what makes you think that? Well, he's got a lot of players that are. Look at his bench. Bye 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 bye. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He pretty much has to start what he started before. So he's at fifty percent right now, and. Oh, he already set his lineup for this week. Yeah, because Green Bay was on by last week. But if you look, I mean, he's they're at fifty-fifty. But you know, he's not going to play Singletary. He's going to play Kamara. <laughs> the fact that he has to play Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon—that's kind of funny. And Waller's supposed to be back this week. Yeah, that's a better tight end. Yeah, hopefully for uh, for Austin, he can get back Kamara this week because it's a very favorable matchup and. Uh, He's been struggling with uh, Kamara being out recently. Yeah. But then again, I, I it, it's one of those things that I'm like, Austin, I can tell Austin, I mean, he cares about this league, but he may not care about it enough because there were guys that he could have picked up that he knows would have done better than Singletary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he just um, – just kind of like you said, just goes through spurts. I mean, everybody yeah. does. You have a busy week and you miss stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I just, I think it's interesting that he started Singletary so many weeks in a row because he's just been so. <laughs> Not very good. <laughs> I don't like any of Buffalo's running backs this entire season. No, I don't either. Uh, the fact that Zach Moss was like the guy and then Singletary was the guy and <laughs> then Matt Breida came to the mix of things. It is. It's you can't predict what they're going to do. I mean, yeah, think about it. He's got Prescott going against Washington. Yeah, he should easily get that projected twenty at least. I would think Herbert's going to against the Giants. He's probably going to. He's going to kill them. Yeah. 
You'd think, and then that You'd means think. that Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler are probably going to kill him too. So it might be yeah. one of Austin's good weeks where he scores a lot of points because of the Chargers. Right. He said, I mean, if he if he get, I don't know. Yeah. Well, Waller's he, coming back, so he's not going to play Higby. Higby. Yeah. And then if he gets Kamara, plays him over Singletary, yeah. yeah, this could be a long week. Plus, Brandon Cooks is playing. Well, I don't know, because they got Davis Mills might play for the – um, for Houston this week, so uh, Brandon Cooks might not be worth much. Yeah, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair though, Tyrod Taylor didn't really do too much with Cooks either, so you never, you yeah, never know. But good point. <laughs> uh, Eckler is banged up. I do expect him to return, but then it'll be interesting to see if Keenan Allen can clear COVID nineteen protocols. I think that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. But uh, Kamara coming back could make or break. Yeah. Well, Kamara and Waller could make or break uh, Austin's playoff chances. Yeah. But Barkley hasn't really been playing that good. And I don't know. The Chargers did a decent job yeah. on Joe Mixon. So Cam doesn't have anybody else to play. I mean, his lineup's set. Yeah. Yep. Him and Taylor, I, that might hurt him. If he can get this. Austin gets his players back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Carter's riding on some guys who could really not have great games this week. Yeah. I mean, Brandon Ayuk has been up and down all season, but then, I mean, the Bengals' secondary isn't the, you know, strongest secondary, I think. So. Yeah, but Samuel comes back. Yeah. Who comes back? Debo, Debo Samuel. Debo comes back this week. He's supposed to be back. So yeah, you know it. I agree, but it's been weird how they've been using him when he was in. I mean, what what he had like two rushing touchdowns, seventy eight yards, and like one catch for fifteen that one game. It was like, what are they using yeah. him as right now? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna hurt Carter having to play AJ Dillon and then having. I mean, it just depends on Debo. Ayuk might have a good game, but I mean, Cincinnati's de- he you don't know which Cincinnati defense is gonna show up. The one that holds teams to fourteen points, or the one that gives up forty. Yeah. So. Yeah. The one that the one that makes Ben Roethlisberger retire, or the one that has you you know scratching your head and wondering. Yeah. <laughs> makes Baker Mayfield look like the best quarterback in the league. Said <laughs> Henry. Oh, he came in. But uh, who do you who do you guys have winning this? Do you think this is uh, Austin if he can get his guys healthy, or or Carter pulls this out somehow? Uh, I'll say Austin. I think I'm going with Austin. Yeah, even that. No, that's what Carter wants to hear because every week that he's going to lose, he wins. wins. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've picked him twice in a row to win these last couple weeks, and he's lost both of them. So, yeah, so keep doing what you're doing, Cam. <laughs> Don't change the thing. Yeah. Don't change it up now. Oh, man. Um, I want to pick Austin because I think if he gets his guys healthy, that he does have the better matchups. Um, so it's tough to pick right now not knowing who's going to start. But, yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah. stick with Austin on this one too. I think if he's got his guys healthy, um, I think he's got the more favorable matchups. But if he's missing Waller and Kamara, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now that he probably will lose this week if he can't get 
Walter Camara. I would, I think I would agree with that. Yeah. But I think this will actually be a low scoring game, which I think Porter likes. Yeah. The key to that is going to be Allen, like you said, if he's out for COVID. Yeah. Yeah, that'll kill him too. I mean, he may have to start Cole Beasley or Tyler Boyd, and I'd probably go Cole Beasley over Tyler Boyd at this point. I would too, just because of the game that they're playing in. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, they'll probably – Josh Allen will probably throw for like 380 yards this week against Tampa's D. Yeah. But I must say this is probably going to be a low-scoring affair. I wouldn't be surprised if this was like Austin 105, Carter, you know, 100 or 101 kind of game. Me personally, I don't know if you guys feel like it's going to be a shootout. No, I think I'd, I agree with you. I'm with, um, I think it's going to be in the low hundreds. Okay. Well, we can uh, move on to our last matchup, which would be me and Ben. Um, I was looking over it a little more, and actually, well, I am, or what is it? IBM Watson gives him a 1% chance, um, and that would honestly, I think, is generous because I actually think he's technically kind of already ruled out. Um, yeah, what, the he's... Got to win, um, and let's see who's currently in. Yeah, so if if Austin wins, he's completely out anyway. But then Cam has to lose, and he has to outscore Cam by I think seventy points. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't bet on Ben no matter what, so I'm going with you. Yeah. <laughs> You got you got something against Ben. You don't you don't like Ben? Oh, I like Ben. He's he's no <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, he's too cocky for his own good sometimes. I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's being nice. Yeah. <laughs> you would love nothing more than to uh, to win this week and at least get five hundred. But but I think you're gonna just. Smack him in the face. <laughs> I I hope so. Um, I so who are you going to play? Are you going to play Brady or are you going to play? That's a good question. Um, it's been tough. I mean, it feels like I've been on the right side mostly this year on who's done better most weeks. Um, obviously, the week I played you, it wouldn't have really mattered too much as Lamar had a nine and Brady had an 11. But uh, – it's tough to know because Lamar went for four picks against Cleveland last time. And then I don't know what kind of game. I think it'll be high scoring in Buffalo, Tampa personally, but I don't know if uh, Buffalo will give Tom Brady some, some trouble or not. Yeah. I don't know. Lamar's just off this year. He's been off lately. Yeah, he really has been off lately. It seems He's good for basically the fact that he can get you rushing yards, which makes up for his lack of ability to throw for touchdowns. Um, yeah. He's had a couple good games. I just don't know if we'll get the Cleveland game where we saw last at the end of the year where it was like 40-something and Lamar comes out from the locker room and just makes an amazing comeback, or if we'll get the game we saw earlier this year, which was like 13-10. to 10. Yeah. But, 
you know, I, I'm looking at Ben's roster and obviously if Melvin Gordon is hurt, Javante Williams is probably going to have a really good game. And I really like David Montgomery against Green Bay. Stefan against Tampa. I don't like Kyler against the Rams personally, but the Rams defense hasn't been that great this year either. Yeah, they've been pretty up and down. I mean, I don't know. I think, yeah, Javante Williams will definitely have a good game, even if Melvin Gordon plays. I mean, he's usually good for a touchdown. So we'll get you at least what you want. And then, I don't know. I mean, Eli Mitchell might have a good game. Like I said, same thing. I don't know which Cincinnati defense is going to show up. That's true. Um. And then David Montgomery, the thing with him is, like, he's their only source of offense. So it's like he's been really good and he's had really good games, but he yeah. can also not do anything. And he's kind of injury prone, so, like, he can get hurt at any time too. It'll be interesting to see what Murray can do against the Rams too. Yeah. You don't know which Rams defense is going to show up. Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. I Plus, that's that. a Monday night game, so you're going to have to wait and see what he does. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, I'm gonna be seeing – it'll depend on how much I'm uh, up by. If I'm up by, I think, 45, I won't, I'm not going to feel comfortable unless I'm up by 40 or more. <laughs> then, yeah. With, Monday night? Yeah, because he's – Odell Beckham's playing. Yeah, Odell Monday. Beckham too. Yeah. Uh, he's junk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you're not on the yeah, other last week. He's a crybaby. He has been playing better, though. Yeah. Actually, I mean, he only had, I mean, well, it takes Green a while Bay. Yeah. To get used to new offense. And yeah, Green Bay had a good game. Him, but... He only had two catches last week, but he had a touchdown. So. Right. I mean, I know you're not an Odell Beckham Jr. fan, but you got to at least say that. Cleveland was not utilizing him the way they should have been utilizing him. Oh, totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. That was somewhat of his fault, too. It goes both ways, but, I, I mean, he, I think he – I just don't like the way he does stuff. Yeah, that's fair. That's but fair. But he is a hell of a player. If he would get his head screwed on straight, be a top receiver no matter what. Yeah, and uh, if he ends up I, – I don't know if he's – I think he's a free agent actually again, right, with how they cleared him in the waivers and stuff after the end of this year. Okay, right. so I'll be interested to see if he stays with Stafford or goes and finds somebody else. I think he should have went to Green Bay. Really? Oh, put him opposite side of Devontae. Yeah. Say the same thing with Cooper Cup though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if for some reason he ended up on Tampa Bay's roster by the end of uh, – or the start of next year. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That would yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Just the way Tampa Bay is able to, like, get guys to come and play for, like, $2.5 million. Yeah, it's true. I mean, when in a Super Bowl with Tom Brady is pretty appealing. <laughs> Brown gone. Yeah. yeah. He won't be back. No, that uh, I can't even believe that that was a thing. People getting fake COVID cards and the it, oh, it's like, and of course it had to be him. Yeah, yeah of like you can't even write it better than that. No. 
oh my goodness yeah i was like this is of course this is like the most typical antonio brown thing of the last two to three years at this point that's what i'm saying it's like the guy just he just keeps doing stuff like that it's he's i don't know yeah yeah you just think he would learn like after he's been given another chance to like just walk a straight line and not do anything to stoke any kind of fires or just, it just made no sense. Yeah. But. But uh, as far as my guys this week, I'll be interested to see if, if Najee can have a good game on Thursday night. And then um, I've gotten a lot of, good mileage out of Lockett and Jacob so far, which has been nice, but I'll be interested to see if they can keep it up. Yeah. 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 I mean, on paper, they have good matchups this week. So I think Harris is still, he's hard to, to take down. Yeah. Well, and plus, I mean, Ben can't throw the ball mm-hmm. further than 10 yards, so he dumps mm-hmm. it down to him. So often. true. Yeah. That was probably your best pick this year, Cam. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Najee. Yeah, I uh, I've talked about it a little bit on here, but I was very shocked that he slid to me at that uh, the spot that I got him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I figured that's probably the biggest reason, beside the fact that Derrick Henry was absolutely on pace to probably shatter, I think, NFL record books if he stayed healthy. Yeah, everything. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that was a a great tandem to have just from his perspective. Yeah, no kidding. It's 20, 30 points from both of them every week. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice little stretch there. That was, that was the five and one stretch. And then, then came the, the five losing streak. Everything fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's stung to have to give up Deontay Johnson, but I desperately needed some, some firepower to, to put in my team. Yeah. And uh, I know you get this at this point, having lost McCaffrey. Sometimes it's better to just have a guy you can start and not worry about. Just, uh, Yeah, <laughs> it's way better. I mean, so, for the first six weeks of the season, I just set my line- lineup and didn't change anything. And I miss having yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really my – that was my inclination behind getting Jacobs was just, you know, he's not the – Best back, but that's a dude I will put in my lineup. You had to get, you had he'll to get, get touches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's why I got Gaskins. I had to do something. No, I mean I didn't blame you for getting Gaskins, especially when you had a extra tight end on your roster. But the thing with that is, I trade Gaskins to, <laughs> to Carter, yeah. and he has like four great weeks. Yeah, and then scores I scores almost twenty points every week, and, and then, then I get him. <laughs> It's like four points. Wayne, Wayne, you actually dropped Gaskin to the waivers. You didn't even trade him. Well, you tr- it was part of that trade. It was, it was part of the trade. Yeah. Oh, okay. You had to drop a player and you chose to drop yeah. Gaskin. I got you. Yeah. Which basically, yeah, it pretty much ended up like he traded Gaskins to Carter for uh, yeah. Mike Davis. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, the way the way Carter told how that trade went down was probably one of the f- funniest things I've I've heard in a long time. <laughs> oh, our our FaceTimes drinking a beer. 
Yeah. <laughs> that he popped a beer open with you and like tried to get you to do the trade and then you had him send it to him again without lock it in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were going back and forth. He oh, it four times. My wife thought he was freaking that I was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you and Carter FaceTiming each other? <laughs> he did finish oh the beer and drank another one. <laughs> Is that why you had to adopt him as your son? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... He drank What did you say? Sorry. I said because he drank a beer with me on a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was definitely an entertaining story to hear. Uh, and that, you know, Carter always tells stories amplified so it was <laughs> oh yeah oh, it was definitely entertaining but, uh, but uh as far as this week goes i know wayne you think i'm gonna pull this off uh i hope that is the case jordan do you have uh ben or me pulling this off this week uh I'm just going to say you just because I hope that Eli Mitchell doesn't have a good week against the Bengals, and that's kind of what I'm uh, <laughs> banking on. Yeah, banking on. Plus, if Javante Williams doesn't do good against uh, <laughs> Detroit, that means that Melvin Gordon probably did. So I'm going to go with you. That's true. You think it's a high scoring, low scoring? I think it'll be just around projection, but yeah. Ben will finish like – at 100 instead of 108, so it would be close, but I think you'll pull away. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, th- I think I've got some good matchups that could be take- that could uh, come to my advantage, and, uh, you know, i got to be confident in my team, so I'm going to definitely take my team and hopefully, uh, no offense, Jordan, but hopefully get that buy over you and Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Cam. You know, I – I know you probably agree that uh, not having to worry about one playoff matchup and automatically being in the semis is a nice feeling. It is, but just the way I've it, I've always seen, like just how things shake out. Um, Usually, the guy that has the bye loses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that is true. Sometimes it can be bad luck, but it's yeah. I mean, automatically being in the semifinals is obviously pretty nice. So I hope I get it. We'll see, especially how good my team's been all year. But I mean, I'm just happy I'm in the playoffs. To be completely honest, with you. <laughs> I mean, to to uh, you're you're gonna make it two years now in a row. Obviously, last year was five and eight, but it's it's good that it's now at least a seven and seven or or eight and six. Yeah, yeah. So. Making progress from that three and ten year where it was cool. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, you guys talked about that was that year where I scored sixteen points in the first week. It was like Yeah. I mean, David Johnson got hurt and then I I was yeah. looking at that team from when uh he sent that screenshot or shot in there. And it was yeah. just like there was I took so many gambles in the draft. And like Brandon Marshall ended up not being good for the Giants, and there was just I think there was something else that I like recognized, but it was just it just sucked. Oh yeah, it was Rob Kelly for the um, Redskins. He was supposed <laughs> to be their starting back and be like the guy, and he I don't think he even started Week One. Yeah. So 
No. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I saw that name on the roster, and I, that took me for a spin. I was like, Robert Kelly. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was. I'm pretty sure he was out of the league after that year. I think I mean, you're, you're right. So it was just – it was a long, frustrating year. And yeah, I'm much happier <laughs> with years like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that uh, Arms of the Bengal. I totally forgot about that, but I that was oh pretty – I did it. <laughs> you didn't? No. How could I – How could you? Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, – when- He's – He's so proud of himself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, Wayne, we got to get you in the playoffs next year, man. You got to snap this losing streak. I'm snapping it. I'm going to fix it. (laughs) You're going to fix it. You have any uh, new strategies going into next year's draft or anything you think you're going to apply? Well, to be honest with you, all the other leagues that I played in, the scoring is so much different, and that was my mistake the first year. Yeah, it's not getting the running backs early. Yeah, you know, so that's that, and you need to figure out how to use the waiver wire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The... Go ahead, sorry. I said I'll figure it out. As long as Ben's behind me, or Ben doesn't get in the playoffs either, then I'm. You know, I'll be all right, but I'd rather get in the playoffs and then I can really give them a hard time. I don't know if I'd trust them behind me. I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the concept of spending money in the waiver wire has been an interesting uh, last two years of doing that. Yeah, I like it. I don't know about you, but I think it adds a pretty nice, a pretty cool element to it. I like that we added that. I think it's a good element. I think I've sh- I've struggled to not just blow my money within the first like eight yeah, weeks. Yeah, it's really tempting too. And yeah. I mean, I mean, both strategies can work out if your gambles work. Cause like, yeah, I mean, having money at the end of the year for games like this really helps. But also, like, the best pickups happen in the first three weeks, and if you can get that sleeper running back that ends up being a top five rusher like James Robinson last year or like Javante Williams this year, like it really makes a difference. Yeah. yeah Carter, Carter's trying to trade me right now to get Debo. You see that? <laughs> no, I didn't. That's a surprise. <laughs> That's why he extended yeah, the deadline. Oh my goodness. Well, he tried to play it off like it was for everybody, but we all know that it was. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, a little too, yeah. little too much power, a little abuse of power there. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But uh guys, I think we're we're coming to a close here and I just wanted to uh see if you guys had any last words before I let you guys go or anything you guys wanted to say ahead of uh this last week of the regular season. Nope, just hope that I get a bye. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yeah. All right, man. I'm gonna watch the UK game. All right. Yeah, it was great talking to you, Wayne, and, and uh, finally having a conversation with you. And I appreciate uh, you and Jordan coming on tonight. No problem. No problem. All right. You guys have a good rest of your night. See you, man. See ya. See ya. I just want to say thank you to Jordan and Wayne for coming on the show. Um, appreciate you guys joining in this week. And uh, it was great to have everybody on this year. Um, 
you know, it's, it's been a pleasure um, just being able to have conversations with people I don't always get to have conversations with. And, uh, you know, it was, it was good to learn a little bit more about Wayne and, and uh, actually have a conversation with Wayne. I've never done that before this. So, you know, I'm glad that I was able to do that. And I uh, just want to thank you guys for coming on and, you know, shooting the breeze with me for an hour. But uh, we got the more important part to get to now, and that's our uh, last regular season power rankings, our week 13 power rankings. As uh, next week will be more of a playoff power rankings and, and you know, how do I feel uh, everybody's going to do based off of their seeding um, kind of power rankings gig. Um, but to close out our final power rankings, somebody has to end up on top. And uh, I don't think this surprises a lot of people, but Reed, you're going to close out the end of the season as the, the top dog in the power rankings for the for the entire regular season. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty impressive what, uh, what you've been able to pull off. Um, going on nine wins in a row. Started out one and three. I know I've already mentioned this before, but uh, your team has just found ways to win, uh, and they've not stopped. So I think that's pretty impressive. Um, some of those trades you made really benefited and saved your team this year. None more, in my opinion, than the Leonard Fournette trade. I think that was the the turning point of your season, personally. I think when you got Leonard Fournette, that's when things started to turn around. He hasn't had every game. He hasn't had an amazing game, but he's been pretty steady, if not insanely great for your team uh, throughout the time you've had him. Um, I think... If I'm giving an MVP, I think that's what I'm going to do this week is give an MVP player for your team, each of y'all's teams. And uh, there's no doubt that the MVP of your team, I think personally, is Leonard Fournette. Um, There's probably guys on your team that are better actual players. uh, But as far as who has carried your team, put in the work, really resurrected this team, it's got to go to Leonard Fournette. But uh, congrats on being the number one uh, regular season power ranking guy at the end. At number two, and this is based more off of recent efforts and playing, I got to go with Huseman. Huseman, your team has looked has looked really good these last three weeks. Um, your team has peaked when you needed them to peak the most. Um three straight wins to get you to over 500, which has been a rare occasion for you this season. You shattered, you beat my prediction for your win total. Uh, I know you remember me saying four to six wins this year. I'm sure you've held on to that in a little notebook and wrote it down and said, I got to do better than that to prove Cameron wrong. And uh, congrats, you did. Um, MVP for your team. Man, that's a tough one. I feel like you've had so many players just play so well for your team. But I think I think I got to go with Joe Mixon. I think based on where you got him and based on what Joe Mixon traditionally does in fantasy, this has definitely been one of his better years. 
Um, he's been able to stay pretty much healthy this entire season, which has been a rare feat for Joe Mixon. And uh, he's really come through in some games when you really needed him. I think Devontae Adams, you know, is has been a solid player. You know, he was your number three overall pick. But I actually think that gamble was has paid off. I mean, if I'm looking at the top six picks right now, he may have been the best pick of the top six. I mean, I'm not even kidding. Like, you got McCaffrey, who's been injured most of the year. Dalvin Cook, who's been a shell of himself and injured a decent portion of this season. Barkley, who's been a bomb. I mean, absolutely atrocious most of this year. Nick Chubbs had injury problems, hasn't been amazing because Cleveland's offense hasn't been amazing. Zeke hasn't been a stud. I mean, it's really been such a, like, shocking season for, like, the top group of running backs this year that Devontae Adams going at the spot you got him uh, actually probably won out. Like, you actually had a, a good pick. Um, so kudos to you, but like I said, MVP for the season. I definitely got to go with uh, Joe Mixon for your team. And number three, uh, I got to go with Carter. Um, Carter, your team has fallen off the last couple weeks. I think I don't think that has to do with your team being bad. I think you just finally caught some of the some of the losses that uh, you were able to avoid earlier in the season. I mean, you had a cu- you had some games where you definitely should have lost earlier and managed to pull some through and now it seems like those losses have caught up on these last couple weeks um but your team's in prime position you've got a load of talent saquon's got to be disappointing this year um just from production value i think the one thing that scares me if 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 i'm looking at your team is the fact of how fluctuating saquon and aaron jones are well and tyreek I mean, those three guys could win you a game or they could absolutely throw duds and lose you. And that, to me, is scary going into the playoffs, especially if you have to play all three rounds. Um, I think you've got a solid team, but the fact that those three guys are so feast and famine really could cost you either in the first round or later down the road if you if you get to the semis or finals. So... We'll see what happens there. I mean, MVP obviously has been Jonathan Taylor. That trade, the fact that you were able to get him and give away basically nothing um, by the end of at the end of the day. I mean, you gave away uh, literally a, a bag of popcorn for him. Um, actually, more like a bag of peanuts. I mean, Chris Carson, who never saw a game again, and DeAndre Hopkins, who's missed at least three games or more since that trade. I mean, you came out looking amazing from that trade um yeah definitely been your mvp i mean he's been an absolute stud since about week five of this year and uh he's not looked back definitely uh going to be interesting to see if he carries the load for you and if Dak can you know keep doing Dak things but i definitely don't want to see your team in the playoffs just because it's got so much firepower that it could definitely go off and, and getting gronk is just another addition to that team that I can't believe Jordan would just give up for a bag of peanuts also in Miles Gaskin. Um, I think it made sense in the sense Jordan was desperate, but 
mean, you, Jordan, you gave Carter a, a guy to basically – he has nobody in his lineup that has a weakness. I mean, he's got every position now with no weakness. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that lines up. At number four, oh, it's a toughie. Um, the top three have been kind of made sense. Number four is a little bit of a toss-up. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Jordan still just because Jordan has had a pretty good team for most of this year, and he's still got a lot of talent. Um, you know, I think Chuba is a good backup. I don't think he's really that bad of a backup to have. Obviously, he's not Christian McCaffrey, and you have to worry about what the offense Carolina looks like and whether or not that's going to pay off. But, I mean, the fact that they've got Atlanta coming up, and I think they may play them twice in the next four weeks, um, bodes for an interesting play out in these uh, last, you know, if you're able to use them in the playoffs, I think it could provide a nice little boost uh, for your team. But uh, hopefully you're able to get Kareem Hunt back. Miles Gaskin is not the answer. He has had some good games, but, I mean, it's just – it's so hard to tell if he's going to get a good game. Um, it's hard to tell if anybody on the Dolphins' offense is going to have a good game outside of maybe Jalen Waddle. Um, they have a bye week, so maybe he'll recuperate and get a little more juice in him. But uh, just based off your receivers and some of the other guys you got, I definitely think your team is probably at number four at this point. Um, MVP for this year is kind of a tough one for me. Um, you've had a lot of pretty steady play from, I would say, most of your players. Um, it's a toss-up for me between Mark Andrews and Justin Jefferson, but I'm going to go toward Justin Jefferson just because he's been so consistent for your team and so so good. I mean, for where you got him um, as like a third or late second-round pick, um, I think is one of the steals of the draft just for, based off production value. I mean, he's a top three receiver right now. Um, and normally, you know, you got to pay a high second round, maybe even first round for that. So I'm going to go MVP is definitely Justin Jefferson for you this year. And um, I'm interested to see, you know, if you can make some noise in the playoffs. I know you haven't won a playoff game in quite some years. So hopefully you break the the curse that's been on you for a little while. But, uh, yeah, team's number four to close out the regular season. At number five, I'm going to go with myself. Um, I finally had a good game. I mean, that's the first time my team has had a resounding win or resounding amount of points since I throttled Cam back in, like, week six or seven. Um yeah, I mean, it was it was nice to see that and much needed um, considering Joe, I think, had perhaps second, maybe third most points this last week. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie that Joe had me completely worried um, seeing his team score that many points. Uh, I had a gut feeling Joe's team would give me a, a fight this week. So <laughs> I'm glad my team was willing to respond and put up enough points to uh, – to still win and keep my playoff hopes uh, more in my hands this week than it than it being in, in Ben's or somebody else's. Um, so 
I think my team has finally started coming together. I think there's still a lot of mystery with whether or not some guys show up every week. But just being able to get the production value out of Lockett and Jacobs has been really nice. Um, obviously, those guys can, you know, have great games one week and terrible games the next. So hopefully, um, hopefully they can still keep that momentum going and just have great games the rest of the year. Um, I think it's played out, honestly. I think Huseman would probably agree when he hears this that <coughs> – excuse me, guys – that the trade has actually worked out pretty evenly. Um, you know, I think Deontay Johnson has performed how you would want him to perform the last couple weeks. Definitely came through with a big, big total of points, his best of the year last week, to uh, give Huseman some nice separation from Jordan. Um, so I think the trade's worked out pretty well, especially with the fact that he's got James Conner and Daryl Henderson available for him. But, um, yeah, I, I think my team has, has got some strong points. You know, it was nice to see Kittle, you know, finally have that game where you just sit there and you're like, this is why I drafted you with my my sec, my sec yeah my third-round pick uh, because those are the kind of games I wanted you to have. So, man, after a one-point, like, eight dud he had the week before, to see a 35 was ecstatic um, for me to see. But... MVP for this season for me, I would be remiss or I would be missing the mark if I didn't say Najee. Um, yeah, Najee Harris has easily been the MVP just because he's been so consistent. Um, the Steelers' offense is probably one of the worst offenses in the league. No offense, Cam. I watch that offense and it makes me cry. Um, I'm, I'm glad Big Ben is retiring because. I don't know. They just need some new infusion, something to spark that team. They just look so beat up and so just bad to watch, man. I mean, it's like you make your eyes bleed watching that team try to play offense. But, um, you know, Najee's been a, a light among the uh, darkness in that team, and he's been a light among the darkness in my fantasy football team, especially when Derrick Henry was basically lost for the rest of the season. So... I'm going to go Najee and uh, hoping that I can uh, keep the momentum of this last week going into the playoffs and this last week as well. At number six, man, this is a toss-up for me as well um, between Cam and Austin. Um, I think for me, I'm going to have to just go with Cam um, just because he's a little bit healthier. Uh, if Mike Williams misses that this week, that's going to be pretty tough on Cam just to, you know, have him miss during an important week for him. Um, I know Hollywood Brown is still on that team, but, you know, Hollywood Brown is so feast and famine, and then the Ravens have looked absolutely atrocious the last two to three weeks after Lamar's come off the bye. Um so I don't even know if I'd want to start him in my lineup at this point. But Chris Godwin has been amazing um, all this season. He had a fantastic game against the Falcons this last week, which had to feel really good to see. Um, Cam's team is surging at the right point. Got a much-needed win this last week to get back into the playoff hunt um, and push Austin out. Obviously, Cam has not secured it. He's still got a win this week. 
and um, Austin could easily pass him in points just because Cam's team hasn't put up the most points this year. Uh, as far as MVP for Cam this year, hmm, let's see. Who's been that MVP guy for Cam? I don't know, Cam. I mean, Zeke's not really had a great year. He's been so up and down. And then, I mean, you had a lot of your team traded or you traded a lot of your team away. But I guess I'll just stick with old reliable. I mean, most weeks, Travis Kelsey has been super consistent for you. Um, the fact you were able to get him from Joe definitely was a, a bonus. I think you can never go wrong with Travis Kelsey being your MVP. He's just consistent pretty much every week. Uh, occasionally, you run into those duds, I think, like this last week. But I think he still had a pretty solid game. Um, but, yeah, old reliable Travis Kelsey. I'm going to go with him as your, your MVP this year just because he's been so consistent and um, – pretty much shows up every week. I think, Cam, you, you may be a dark horse this year just because your team, I think, is a little overlooked at times, which I think I know you love. Um, I know you're going to love hearing me say that you're a dark horse. I think you like playing the underdog. It's that villain in you, uh, that mad dog. But, um, yeah, man, I think your team's a team to look out for coming into the playoffs. Um, if you If you're able to stay in, Definitely a team that uh, could shake up, make some noise, and, uh, you know, prove Ben wrong after all the smack he's been talking about your level of play as a fantasy manager. At number seven, Austin. Um, Austin, there just seems to be, in my opinion, some bad luck, but also some bad game management. Um, And, I mean, I think you had a good draft. Uh, I think you've had a little bit of bad luck lately with Kamara not being able to play. But to be honest, you could have easily won this week against Cam and not be in the position of missing the playoffs if you'd taken the time to swap out Devin Singletary. Um, I think, I mean, he's been in your lineup for at least three, maybe four weeks now, and he's done absolutely nothing. So I don't know why you would stick with him. Um, this last week and ultimately it cost you I mean it came down to Singletary putting up points and he did not because you can't trust a running back on the Buffalo Bills right now so I think that's ultimately going to cost you if you don't make the playoffs this year it's going to be because at times you I guess just didn't really care as much which I mean fair enough I mean we have busy weeks this is just something we do for fun um, a little bit competitive, but um, I think that's really going to cost you in the end um, as far as maybe missing the playoffs. But we'll have to see. Like I said, though, um, if you do make the playoffs, I've said this many times, this is not a team I want to play. Um, they've just got so much ability and talent. Uh, if this team is healthy, um, I mean, if Camaro's back and you're in the playoffs – I mean, you've got a dynamic duo of Eckler and Kamara. Herbert can throw up, you know, numbers. Um, I mean, his first game, first playoff game for you for the Chargers is against the Chiefs, which I think will set up to be a shootout, hopefully. 
So if you get in the playoffs, you got a nice matchup coming in for the first. And it's a Thursday night, so you'll immediately know what, what it would look like. But if you can find a way into the playoffs, that will be, I think, huge. And I would not want to be the one playing your team opening up that week, uh, that first week in the playoffs. MVP this year, I think, has got to be Austin Eckler. I mean, he's been all you could ask for and more. Just consistently, you know, getting you fantasy points. Hasn't missed a game all year. Has really been somebody you can rely on to put up big numbers. Um, yeah, I think it's Eckler. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, wait, he has Cooper Cup on his team. <laughs> So maybe I need to change that. Um, let's do two then. Yeah, I haven't done two with anybody else. But, I mean, those dudes have just been so amazing for you. I mean, it's really the reason why your team has been so lethal at times is just because Eckler and Cup have been studs. I mean, Eckler has been a first-round running back this entire year, even though you got him with your second round, first, second-round pick. And uh, he's been more than you could have asked for. And then Cup, I mean, Cup is head and shoulders the steal of the draft this year. I mean, the dude has been absolutely insane. I mean, who knew? I mean, I don't think, I don't even know the last time a white guy led the receiving category. I mean, it's been that long. I mean, I don't even know. You know, I I would want to know. If somebody knows and they hear this and they know who the last white receiver to lead the league is, um, please let me know, share it in the group, the group chat, because I don't think it's happened in a long time and I think he's going to do it. And he's putting some respect on some of these white guy receivers. Um, you know, they, they, they don't get enough respect. Usually those slot guys, you know, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, uh, a little bit of Cole Beasley, Hunter Renfro, all these small slot guys, but, uh, cups out there doing the work, man, putting in the work. So I love it. At number eight, Ben. Yeah, Ben. Ben, I will, as I have, I think, last week, give you some credit. You, uh, you've turned this season around, and um, you have a chance to get to at least 500. Um, I agree with Carter, and I did the math myself. You're basically eliminated, barring a absolute disaster by Cam's team where he just puts up 50 points this week, um, and you just – outscore him by 60 to 70 points this is the end of the line for you unfortunately um but i have to say from where you were to where you are now um kudos to you for not giving up i mean you never would anyway i don't think but kudos to you for making some noise and at least giving yourself a shot to uh to make the playoffs i mean that in itself is a feat um i mean you've beat a couple really good opponents these last two weeks when you really needed to to keep your playoff hopes alive. Uh, you've got me this week. I think that's going to be a great matchup. I mean, our first one was decided decided by two points, exactly two points. So I, I expect a barn burner as well um, in this matchup. And uh, you know I'm going to be wanting to win that just to secure some playoff. My playoff future and maybe lock up that bye. But um, like I said, kudos to you for switching some things up and getting your team into some some wins after really struggling again at the start of the season. I mean, you're going to have to talk some mojo into your team, you know, next year, get your team actually firing off to begin the season and not putting yourself in these, these holes that are almost impossible to climb out of. But, um, 
As far as MVP for you this year, uh, it's a tough one. Um, you've had a lot of guys that really aren't originally from your roster on your team. Um, initially, I would have wanted to say Murray, but he's sat out so many games now that it's really hard to give him an MVP. Um, hmm. Hmm. Who's at the running back? We got Montgomery. He sat out. James Robinson has not been super fantastic. Elijah Mitchell sat out. He's been, you know, banged up at times. You know, probably cost you some games every now and again. Um, receiver. I mean, Stefan Tyreek at one point was your receiver, but he's not. He didn't really do much. Stefan's been subpar. I'm having to walk through this entire team to find somebody. <sighs> you know what? I'm just going to go with a dark horse pick. I think Javante Williams. I think he's been um, a dark horse running back. I think it was a gamble putting him on your team. But I think that um, for what you drafted, where you drafted him at, and some of the production he's been able to put up for you, I think it's a steal. I mean, I think you really got some great value out of him considering the fact he's been in a two-running back system primarily the entire season. Um, Smart pickup um, and really great patience from you to keep him in your lineup this entire year just because I know if it was me, it would be kind of frustrating to uh, have a guy that was in a dual committee and uh, maybe give up on him at some point during the year. But um, kudos to you for keeping him. And uh, I expect you to keep him as your keeper next year because I think, as many of us expect, Melvin Gordon may not be the starting running back next year for the Broncos. And uh, Javante Williams has looked impressive from what I've seen. Um, Better luck next year, Ben. Um, Some of us are going to miss you out of the playoffs. Some of us are, you know, not shedding many tears. But I appreciate the good fight, brother. And... uh, Good luck next year. Uh, as far as number nine, uh, Wayne, uh, great having you on again, like I said, on the podcast this week. But uh, you already know that your team's not shown out, and I think you're finally starting to figure out that uh, if you want to win some games, you're going to have to put in a little more effort into this league as far as using the waiver wire and uh, using – actually spending all your money on your backup running back instead of splitting it between guys you didn't need um, and letting Cam get him. Um, I honestly woke up that morning and was baffled that anybody but you got him just because you had more money than Cam. And, uh, yeah, kudos to Cam for just putting it all on there and taking the risk. Um, Why not? And it worked out for Cam. He's got at least a guy that will – probably get him into the playoffs so I don't know I think there were some times where you uh just made some mistakes or just had some guys not show up and that ultimately cost you this year getting into the playoffs I think overall you had a pretty solid team I think some unfortunate breaks at times and then just some some misspending with the waiver money cost you a little bit but um I think you got at least a chance to play spoiler this week versus cam and uh I think you'd love nothing but Love nothing better than to uh, spoil Cam's chances at making the playoffs. So hopefully your team can come together and get a little magic in there despite being 
completely banged up. Um, but we'll see what happens. I think MVP this year for your team. Uh, it's tough because Dalvin Cook has been so ineffective for a lot of this year and just missed games. And he's had some good games, but not, you know, at the near of caliber. You would, you would hope him to have those games. Um, man, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm trying to think on your running backs. I mean, you've got, yeah, Damian Harris and Clyde Edwards, a layer too. Those guys have been super mediocre. Um, I'd say Thielen's been good up until this last week when he got injured. Um, and then you've had Mike Williams at one point, but traded him away. Um, man, this is tough. You've had a good cast of receivers most of this year. I'm going to go Debo. Yeah. Debo, I just thought of Debo. Debo's been a stud for you this year. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think out of where you got him, and I'm remembering the draft, I mean, the dude was in the 90s to 100s area for picks this year, which has got to be close to the ninth or 10th round um, when I think he was drafted. And uh, he's currently wide receiver two or three. Uh, So I'd say that you definitely – benefited from uh that pickup and uh he's been absolutely a boss when he's been healthy and i think one of the things that's really been a struggle of samuel for most of his career has been staying healthy and he surprisingly played a majority of the games this year um so i think that's been why he's been so far back i mean the talent's always been there but i mean he just can't stay healthy to save his life so Definitely a steal, one of the steals of the draft. I wouldn't say the top steal, but definitely a steal of the draft for just production value and definitely been one of the more consistent guys on your roster. At the uh, number 10, we've obviously got Joe. Um, Joe, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say anything I haven't already said. Um, tough loss, my man, and uh, I knew it. I told you, Joe, I, you were going to put up a, a bigger fight than you thought, and uh, – your team came out looking to molly Watt me. Uh, unfortunately, my team came back a little stronger. But, um, yeah, man, I know we talked last week. And, uh, you know, I respect the, the hustle of you trying to make things shake up and get things, um, you know, changed up after starting, you know, one and four. Uh, obviously, we both know that didn't work out for the best. And uh, it, it does make me sad just knowing the roster that could have been um, and could have been very scary had it stayed all the way together. Um, Leonard Fournette and Jonathan Taylor could have been the scariest running back duo in the league right now as far as fantasy goes. Um, and Godwin was on your roster. I mean, Kelsey, I mean, th- this team could have been um, maybe not the number one team after what you started, but definitely a team fighting for playoffs and a team that could have, I think, won the chip this year. Um, I think the MVP is uh, of your team has honestly been um, Carter um, for robbing you. Um, he got away with highway robbery and robbed you um, of Jonathan Taylor which is um, probably would have been your MVP for this year. Um, I don't know if anybody else has really been an MVP on your team. I mean, nobody. most of your team has come traded in, and most of them have either been injured or not produced until really 
recently. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's tough to give you an MVP, Joe. I mean, Carter is the MVP of robbing you. Um, he robbed you of good players who um, could be helping your team a lot. And uh, the fact that Carter has Jonathan Taylor right now and you don't is is disheartening. Um, but that's how fantasy works. And uh, wishing you the best of luck next year, Joe. And I know at this point you just want the Eagles to make the playoffs, get some wins. So uh, I'm hoping that at least continues to happen for you, Joe. Um, that is going to conclude the uh, final regular season power rankings, guys, of uh, this season. Uh, a little long, uh, maybe longer than I'd hoped on this power rankings, but um, I felt like I needed to go in a little more detail, um, talk about everybody's teams as we close up for the last part of this regular season power rankings. Um, it's been a great regular season, boys. Thank you for all of you that have come on. Definitely going to have a bunch of you guys, probably not everybody, but a bunch of you guys on for some playoff um, fantasy football talk. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm praying for you guys. Love you guys. And uh, hoping you guys have a great rest of your week and, and life and just maybe some fantasy football this weekend. And uh, I'll talk to you guys soon or talk to you guys later. And uh, peace out.